This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9. 9.38 in the morning. It is Wednesday, which means it's time to get out those leather whips and metal chains. Thank you, Julian. <laughs> Yeah, that's for you, by the way. Okay, <laughs> it is time for the SNM show, which is the uh, stocks and markets, not sex and manipulation or shares and manipulation. Uh, Salvatore Dali from MalaysiaFinance.blogspot.com. You've chosen Humdinger of a topic this week because it's really the first special purpose acquisition vehicle outside of the oil and gas sphere to be getting the green light from the SE for listing on the stock exchange. Yeah, we're talking about Red Sina. Red Sina, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Helm mainly by. Um some very senior people with vast experience from FNN and from also some uh, the CFO was from another listed vehicle um, so but it took two years why so long la? <laughs> come on spill the beans the man. SC uh, preempted that question and saying that they needed to you know like have, have consultation after consultation you know that being uh, they were very careful but but having said that i think 2 years is is is, is too long too long and I, I think the sc needs to um you know come up with a more uh, efficient plan or add manpower to their consultation processes can, can i just say something? i'm not going to name the name of the spec that told us this right but uh, that person who heads up that spec said that it was Partly, I think partly because of the SC's um, discussion process and the longevity of that process, it impacted the process of their buying their qualifying assets. Or, or rather, the, 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 it impacted the, you know, the whole acquisition process, which mm. meant that because there was so much in play, that, that target, mm -hmm. because they took they missed so long, the opportunity. they missed the opportunity. And that's, yes. that's clearly injurious to it, the whole process. I, yeah. So, so I think that uh, they, we have to stop with this hand-holding mentality, right? Because uh, the stock market is a risky place. You don't want to continue to hold people's hands and, and try to protect them all the way. All you want to do is to create some kind of a level playing field and some uh, minimum uh, degrees of protection, not, yeah. not hand-holding all the way. Well, yeah, once the rules are out there and set out, and then it's up to you not to breach it. You're not to further qualify and, you know, with additional so-called rules that are seemingly not written. Yeah, well, when we talk about hand-holding stuff on the stock market, trying to be the, the arbitrary between the stock market and so on, I think uh, there's a lot of things that needs to be done and uh, in the Malaysian stock uh, market, for instance. Uh, we've talked about the ACE market uh, being, you know, sort of like a deadish kind of exchange. And, and Did Bursa, you say deadish? <laughs> Bursa has to, uh, uh, rejuvenate, to, to rejuvenate it. it. They changed a bunch of laws. And, and in fact, now Bursa wants to have a consultative role uh, trying to provide consultation to people that want, uh, companies that want to list at the ACE market, for instance. So we see a lot of gap between what the Bursa Malaysia aspires to be with what it is now. And I think these kind of things like Red Sena and so on perhaps can do something towards it. Well, I mean, I think you've taken a diametrically opposing role to Jules because Jules says, you know, it is a risky place. Uh, Let it be. The fewer rules, the better. You're saying the more rules. Uh, uh, you know, this, this also ties into that very heated discussion <laughs> last week in China, right? How China yeah. tried to support the market. And yeah. I think in the past, Dali, we have also discussed about uh, things like circuit breakers and all that. And I think all those kind of measures are in place to, uh, so it seems, protect investors. Uh, but but this is this is something you know, that's the pre, whole issue of pre listing the specs, because yeah. the four or five specs that were listed. In Malaysia so far, none of them seem to have really taken, 
you know that whole model successfully yet. I think the well, oldest. Well, I mean, one it's still early days, but there's because there's only one spec that has had uh, qualifying any qualifying asset. Yeah. And look, uh, that's hibiscus, right? They, they bought but, Lime but, Petroleum. Uh, to be fair to hibiscus, uh, the nature of that spec is is in in um, in seeking out um, plots of oil, potential oil fields and drilling for oil. Okay, and they just announced that they failed to find oil yeah. again. Well, they've got 13 or 14 wells in Norway. One of them, yeah, yeah. But so it's again, been quite some drawn, time, right? They've drawn blanks, mm, right? Mm, mm, mm. Um, Australia, they have been having problems. I think they've called off that purchase of Talisman as well. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, look, I mean, you know, we well, know when it's, it's risky. when it's drilling and exploration, that's very, very high risk. As anybody, the, most of the specs in Canada and Australia are, are based on those, uh, you know, that that niche industry. I think with, when we talk about Sonar, Reach, and um, and Click. I think they are on the safer end because they're they're probably going to be looking into like you know buying production, uh, you know projects. Yeah, uh, which is of course less lower margins. Lower margins but, uh, for sure. Lower. But you know, just switching back to Red Senna, guys. Um, this is a very narrow spec because it is set up to buy um, manufacturing, distribution, and selling of F and B products, and that's basically where the former CEO of FNN Holdings, Dato Tan Eng Meng, came from. So very narrow, very narrow into that. Sp- well, they know what they're what they're good at. They know yeah. precisely what what asset they are looking for. So my so, question is, does this mean that uh, because it's not oil and gas, because it's not even property, right? Is this uh, considered much lower risk than the other sectors that are trying to spec? I, I, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't venture to say that. Uh, I think it is, it is um, a positive move by SE to finally include something out of oil and gas. We've talked about this so many times, yeah. right? But, but the F&B spec, um, why, why would you need to go and... I'm just wondering what what is there that has not been discovered in the FMB space, right? Because specs are supposed to be more uh, risky yes, instruments. Yes, 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 yes. I think um, the kind of uh, business platform that they're probably looking at is to locate maybe distributing channels uh, for s- uh, specific products or to raise enough. Um, Awareness and build a either a manufacturing and distribution facility. Um, there's, I think, it's more logistical uh, in FMB. You need this kind of uh, strength. I think they know where the niches are. You know, whether you're you're going to be a wholesale distributor or retail distributor. There's still a lot of you know logistic supply chain that they can fit. Okay, it's 9.45 in the morning. It is the SNM show. Salvatore Dali is joined by Julian Ng, myself, Kusu Chuang and Ibrahim Sunny. We'll be coming back with more views on this sector. BFM 89.9. I think I shot the gun there. It is 9.46 in the morning. It's so hard to get good help nowadays, my <laughs> yeah. God. You've just got to scrape the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I'm Kusu Chuang. I'm joined by Julian Ng and Ibrahim Sunny. We're talking with Salvatore Dali. Okay, so Red Sand has been approved by the SC, but yes. why is it? guys, that Equal World Spike was actually mm. vetoed by the SC and been told to take the market cap route instead? Yes. Very good question. Ah, okay, and so I don't think that the la. media has, 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 has answered it properly. And I think that it was a cheeky way for the SC to say that, hey, I can't really approve you even though your assets, your track record is fantastic. <laughs> can you, but you can take the market route, uh, market cap route route. Why? Why did they do that to Liu? Because um, I think if I was advising Liu, uh, he probably would get the spec through. Because there's one thing that he did. So, okay, sh- sh- shameless self-promotion aside. Same, yeah. <laughs> shameless, since I don't think they have anybody asking me for my phone. My <laughs> All right, see, what, what, what happened with the uh, Eco World spec um, was that they had the project 
out there signed, sealed, right? And giving an option to the spec to to basically uh, undertake it, the, the UK project. So the project, the asset, so to speak, the qualifying asset in murdered commerce was already identified. Which contravenes spec rules in which, Malaysia. Which, yeah, it is not... Um, not uh, so-called allowed. Ah, if you know so that the, you, in yeah. all specs, you're not supposed to start looking. So put for, it into the fold and go. The yeah. So that route. one was not allowed. You know. So, so and even though that it was a it was a good project with with good upside, uh, it would have set the wrong precedent. Technicality, in other words, right? Yeah, yeah. That to me is a minor thing, right? They probably like, SC will probably probably give this. So uh, this is, this is weird because if you're a regulator and you want to kind of like protect the investors' interest of shareholders, to me I right? think it's a brilliant thing. <laughs> At least like I kind of know like what, what asset you're going to go world, into, yeah, right? Because you, you know instead of just giving you money and then you haven't told me a single thing. Yeah, you know the management It's still handholding though. Yes, of course. But what I'm is. saying that it's 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 good for you know for for investors. You see, when we talk about why uh, one was approved and one was not approved, the official statement that was given by SC was that uh, the management team. <coughs> The management team was very, very uh, comprehensive. We have uh, Tan Eng Meng, we have Joseph Tan, we have uh, Ismail. All these guys are FN and execs. They are investment bankers. One of them is an even ED in uh, Kongguan Enterprise, my favorite biscuit. Uh, <laughs> so, you see, so when they have these kind of arguments laying out front, thank you for the whip and scream. Um, it's no longer fasting, so I'm really hungry. Uh, it's It's... it's it becomes a comprehensive story. You have the whole supply chain. You're part of the process. You have somebody from logistics, somebody from channels, somebody from inventory. So because of the comprehensive nature of the management team, that's why, allegedly, this is the reason why so, the spec was so proved. Sim- similar to EcoWorld, but except that they kind of knew that what their asset was. And unlike now, when we still don't know, right, what, what Red Center is going to be. I mean, you can argue the same from the, for the, uh, the people that they assemble for the EcoWorld spec are yeah. also just as similarly qualified and they have delivered over the years. Um, at top companies, but the the key thing that 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 nobody really mentioned about, which I think is is, is the reason why was the reason why uh, it was rejected, was the conflict of interest. We did mention it from day one, you see, because the listed eco world, even though the na- the the the, the controlling share may not be in his name, it is in his son's name, you know, but everybody kind of like know that it's it is in the family open secret like. it's an open mm-hmm. secret so okay so and I mean Luke Kisson is still even the chairman of Simon Darby talk, it, ab- talk about Battersea yeah. sorry Battersea uh, right? so you have people who, who invested in the listed eco world now and you go and do something raising funds in a spec that Cannot there's la. also property okay so, okay. Okay. so, the, so that decision about the SC yeah. okay. here my first also does property right not entirely very different. And the listed eco world is going to be a cornerstone investor. At say if it's at you know yeah, like fifty cents yeah. a share, they're gonna pay fifty cents a share. So Meanwhile, me that, the promoters, Mr. Liu and 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 so on and so forth, will probably get in at ten cents. To me okay, that, that's so, so weird because they they can get away with that because of the halo effect of Yuki Sin, right? But, no, but they didn't but because the SC rejected I, it. I know, right? but then the, the shareholders would still pour money at them if, if it was yeah. approved, Actually, right? the shareholders of yeah. the listed EcoWorld were quite happy 
Very knowing, happy. knowing full well that 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 the driver, Mr. Liu, and his uh, cohorts are going Tan to Sri be. Tan but Tan the Tan thing Tan is, to me, yeah. it, <laughs> it raises a lot of conflicts because yes. why? Yes. Why don't you put these projects into under? the listed eco world? Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Right. So this is conflicted so from that the is, yeah. uh, Those are the two things which probably cause the SC to say, ah, uh, yeah. yeah, I know your project is really great. You're going to make money. Probably, I also bought also with this. <laughs> so, you know, in those projects. But you know, I can't approve you. Yeah. There are just too many things, too many things that will set very bad precedents. Okay, so uh, because at one point in time the pipeline for specs was like you know thicker than the mm. you know than I don't know the yeah, Amazon but, River. Yeah. But what what is that like now? What what's your sense of the spec market in terms of the new? Listing? I'm amazed that there are still people putting in specs without. Um, so there are some. They are, the they are. They are. They are. Uh, they the hospital bed thing. Hospital bed thing. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a pretty good idea. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 kind of is it's it kind like of brownfield. Is it like a healthcare, not really. healthcare not really. Airbnb thing? Yeah, or? it's not really. It's uh, to me, it's not going to be approved. Like if you ask me, and I think it's a, a chicken poop kind of uh, business model. <laughs> chicken poop. Which, or chicken, chicken poop. Which is right. like, I do not want to use the other four-letter word. So, uh, why I say that is that you know you could have very well. Uh, you're basically fighting for hospital beds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you're going to use. A specs money to go and bid for hospital beds and try and manage it, right? You could have done it by a listed vehicle, but again, as an example on on the eco world spec, is that yeah. you would have gotten in very yeah, cheaply. High biscuits is one cent a share. Fantastic yeah, yeah, deal yeah. for the <laughs> promoters. So right? the thing is that the second thing is that you are going to be competing together with the Pantai's, the Glen Eagles, the blah blah yeah. blah for the same kind of uh, assets. Well, we right. had um, Columbia Asia on the grill, and they they are doing something okay because they yeah. are uh, they are they're introducing that no frills model got the into healthcare. Intact, they yeah, what I'm saying is that you are competing. I mean, these people with listed company money and profits are competing with a spec for the same asset. What gives you the right? Yeah. You're not really you're not really going into a a, a, a greenfield kind of pro project, you know. And I tell you them because of the competitive nature of, of the thing, you're not going to be able to generate super normal profits. Okay, so going back to FNN, right? Uh, what is that greenfield brownfield thing that they can bring to the spec table? I think well, because we do not know the actual uh, qualifying asset that they have in mind, uh, but based on the expertise, it has probably to do with logistics and distribution. Yeah, channels. definitely. My, if I were to put my money down, it would be on the distribution of food and proliferation of distribution of food yeah. in the mass market. I think that would be my guess. I mean, I could. I mean, like I said, you know, I could just give an example. I mean, they, throughout the years, you would know so many. Like instead of like 100 small producers of like confectionery items yeah. from China, each going their way to to regionally into Asia, they could like you know collate them together, yeah, and then distribute as a, a nice team. Yeah. supply chain. Yeah. Okay, well, it's 9.54. Uh, every week, you have a chance to play one song, three minutes long. What's your choice going to be? This song, everybody knows, but nobody knows the name of the song. Try Me La. Well, if I tell you the name of the song, you would know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's composed in, back in 1940, about... Uh, okay, 1940, I don't know, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> But it's, uh, it's a fantastic song. It's, uh, it's a great mambo version uh, of the song called Frenesi. Ah, I know that thing. Oh, uh, quite high level also. Oh, so high level, you four season guy. You. Ah, no, five season. <laughs> I think the singer was uh, Rachel Zogoya, a Cuban, um, you know, You are just, uh, you are, you are culture vulture, darling. <laughs> Turn up the volume, it's so fun. Take it away.
Quiero que vivas solo para mí Y que tú vayas por donde yo voy Para que mi alma sea no más de ti Bésame con frenesí Dame la luz que tiene tu mirar Y la ansiedad que entre tus labios vi Esa locura de vivir amar Es más de amor frenesí Hay en el beso que te di Solo para mí, para mí Y que tú vayas por donde yo voy Para que mi alma sea no más de ti Bésame con frenesí ¡Dale vaya! ¡Cosalo mulato! solo para mí y que tú vayas por donde yo voy para que mi alma sea no más de ti Bésame con frenesí dame la luz que tiene tu mirar y la ansiedad que entre tus labios vi esa locura de vivir y amar que es más que amor frenesí hay en el beso que te di alma piedad Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.